and welcome to the Daily Gator Daily Thoughts Podcast. If you're left, you just ain't right. And let's get going here. Let's go to Ireland to start off with. Let's hear some words from the President of Ireland. I didn't know Ireland had a president. Hopefully he's, uh, well, more mentally, uh, mentally in tune with reality than our president. But when you hear the quote he says, you're going to assume that he's another left-wing idiot. Uh, but on June the 7th of this year, uh, it's, uh, this was, what, two and a half months ago, uh, President Higgins, who's the president, again, of Ireland, he commented on a massacre in the St. Francis Catholic Church that is located in Awa, Nigeria. And this is what he said. This was a massacre of, obviously, the Catholic Church of Christians by Muslims. That's a, become a very big problem in Nigeria. Uh, a lot of radical Muslims in Nigeria, and they're wreaking havoc and have been for a while. You remember when they kidnapped all the schoolgirls for the crime, I guess, of going to school and getting an education. Uh, but here... President Higgins is commenting uh, on this massacre. And it starts out okay. He starts out as President of Ireland and on behalf of the people of Ireland, may I express my deepest condolences to the families of all those killed and injured in Owa District of Nigeria in the attack on St. Francis Catholic Church as they marked Pentecost Sunday. That such an attack was made in the place of worship as a source of particular condemnation, as is as is any attempt to scapegoat pastoral peoples who are among the most, uh, excuse me, the foremost victims of the consequences of climate change. Excuse me, what? When did climate change become part of this? You had Muslims slaughtering Christians in a. Uh, in a church, a Catholic church, and somehow climate change is involved in this. I don't think climate change is to blame, Mr. Mr. President. Let's see what he, where he goes next. The neglect of food security issues in Africa for so long has brought us to a point of crisis that is now having internal and regional effects based on the struggles, ways of life themselves, I have no idea what he was even trying to say there. But this last part angers me. It should anger you. It confuses me. It angers me. And it makes me want to pull somebody's hair out. Because pulling my own hair out will not do me any good. It won't do the idiot any good. And they probably won't let me pull the hair of the President of Ireland out. I'm sure he has some type of security. <sighs> but apparently he is a stupid, stupid little man. Consider this, uh, this sentence. This is how he closes. The solidarity of us all as peoples of the world is owed to all those impacted, not only by this horrible event, but in the struggle by the most vulnerable on whom the consequences of climate change have been inflicted. Is this... Is this knuckle-dragging moron 
is he saying that climate change caused these Muslims to attack and slaughter Christians on a holy day? Is that what he's saying? Or is he saying that, uh, yes, it's bad what happened, but we can't forget climate change for a second because that's the most the left loves this word. So I'm going to throw it out there. Existential threat. Uh, to everything and everybody, apparently. You can't even, you literally, you can't comment on anything without blaming it or tying in climate change somehow, according to the left. This was a terrorist attack by demonically evil, soulless bastards on innocent people. Mr. President of Ireland, if you really want to help the victims here, help there to not be any more victims. Maybe you need to, uh, I don't know, maybe the UN could could uh, arm and train some of these people so when they go into their church to have their religious services, they'll be able to fight back and defend themselves. Oh, I know the gun control crowd will hate me. The cult of gun control will, will surely faint when they hear such horrible words from me. But if a group of people from one religion is going to viciously attack and slaughter members of another religion on a, on a holy day for that religion, uh, then yeah, I'd rather the attackers, the terrorists, be killed than the good people. Because terrorists aren't good people. This has nothing to do with climate change. And to blame it on climate change would be one of the stupidest things I've ever heard not said by John Kerry. But also, and I think this has to be said, uh, if, if he's tying climate change into this, just as, again, very short statement, really, if he's trying to tie climate change in, in essence of importance to this slaughter of innocent life, wow, I mean, you talk about some moral issues. What an absolute idiot. Uh, the president of Ireland, is my friends blame climate change for everything now let's get to this story uh, found it at uh, msn.com and there apparently is alarm in Texas not a fire alarm not a burglar alarm no 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 a leftic a leftist put on your panties of panic mode alarm that type and this is how the story starts and when you hear these words this first three words of a story when you hear these three i'm going to tell you you can probably assume there's going to it's going to be followed by a lot of left-wing claptrap propaganda bs uh civil rights advocates used to be a noble profession now it's another way a nicer way to say bottom-feeding race pimps. Uh, but these civil rights advocates are ringing alarm bells. I can hear them now, the bells. No, that's the wind chimes of the neighbor next door. Uh, but they're ringing alarm bells about officials distributing, distributing posters. And these posters, no, they're not posters of a girl in a bikini. No... They're not posters of uh, some Hollywood hunk or some rock band or something else. Or it's not a poster of a, adorable puppies or kittens. 
No. Uh, this poster dares to use the words, the four most offensive words, maybe to the left. In God we trust. Yes, in God we trust. Uh, the posters in Texas schools, because a state law took effect, requiring, listen closely to what the words I use, requiring public campuses to display any donated items bearing that phrase. Doesn't say the schools go buy them, you have to go buy them and put them up. It says if someone donates uh, a poster or a sign of some sort that says, in God we trust, uh, a school can't refuse to put it up. Because let's face it, in God we trust is on our money. I mean, it's, uh, it's kind of an important phrase in America, has been for a long time. As Dennis Prager explained a while back, a few years ago, you look on our money, you have in God we trust. You have e pluribus unum, which means out of many, one, hence the melting pot. That means people come here to become part of America. Okay, like if I were to move to Italy, and wouldn't it be incumbent upon me morally, ethically, and every other way, and probably legally, to learn Italian, to at least be able to converse with people, to get along, wouldn't uh, it be required upon me to uh, follow all the traffic laws and whatever I have to do with the vehicle I buy there? All their laws, their language, their culture, their history, I should become part of that. Because for me to move permanently to the nation of Italy or any other nation, I should want to become an Italian or a Frenchman. Okay, that'll never happen or an Englishman, or whatever nation you want to talk about. It's just common sense. And e pluribusunum, out of many one, in God we trust, those are essential parts of the American identity. We're not a religious country. We're not a country, or excuse me, I said that wrong. We're not a Christian, uh, we're not a theocracy. The left always screams we're going to become a theocracy. We are a secular government. We have a secular nation, secular government, but the majority of people here are Christian. That's the predominant religion. It's not a state religion. State churches can't happen because of the First Amendment. But it's an essential part of America, the identity. And the Judeo-Christian values in America are very much part of what we are. But the left always does this. Anytime anyone says the word God, they lose their lunch, they lose their minds. Uh, we're going to become a Christian theocracy. We're going to be Christian nationalist and terrorism. And oh my God, everybody will be killing everybody. Uh, stop it. In God we trust says in God we trust. It doesn't violate the First Amendment. You want to know why? Because the First Amendment says... Congress shall make no law respecting an establishment of religion. In other words, no state church for the country or the, uh, uh, the exact wording is what? Congress shall make no law respecting an establishment of religion or prohibiting the, uh, the free exercise thereof. In other words, you get to pick your faith or no faith at all. You go to the church or mosque, a synagogue, whatever a temple of some sort, whatever, or none. 
You can start your own religion. Whatever. Who cares? You can invite me to your parties if you have good cocktails. That's all I care about. Okay? So it's very simple. There's no violation of the First Amendment. This is not trying to radicalize the country. This is simply the state of Texas passing a law uh, that says if someone donates a poster that says, In God We Trust, to a school, they have to put it up. They can't refuse. Seems pretty basic, pretty simple, but panic-mongering. These posters demonstrate the more casual ways a state can impose religion on the public. You're not imposing a religion on the public. This is uh, Sophie Elmengolan of Jews for Racial and Economic Justice uh, told The Guardian, that's a newspaper, alone they are basic violation of the separation of church and state but in the broader context, it's not, uh, it's not, it is hard not to see them, rather, as part of the larger Christian nationalist project. I didn't know there was a Christian nationalist project. I haven't heard of this. They don't send me any mail. They don't call me. I guess they don't care about me. But that's the, the uh, church and state, the separation of church and state lie that's not even in the Constitution. The Constitution forbids the government from founding a state church as the Church of England was remember the country we broke away from and and fought a revolution to gain our independence so the United States can't have a national church that's what the First Amendment says and then it says of course free exercise thereof but if you put up a sign that says in God we trust are you talking about uh, the, the one that the Jews believe in are you talking about uh, a Christian version, a Catholic version, a Baptist version, a Lutheran version, a Methodist version? There's no religion being implemented here or forced on anybody. People, pretty much every faith I can think of right offhand, the dominant ones anyway, all believe in God. So that doesn't really exclude anybody. There's no way in hell it's unconstitutional. And we just had a Supreme Court lay down a decision that basically said, yeah, if you're a high school uh, football coach and you want to pray after the game at at the 50-yard line, you get to do that because the free exercise thereof, part of the First Amendment, the one the, the left cares nothing about, the one they want to completely erase and ignore and pretend doesn't exist. But again, it doesn't stop them from panic mongering. Because that's how they get support for their favorite country, their favorite nation, Doe Nation. Uh, The South Lake Anti-Racism Coalition, also known as SARC, uh, said they were disturbed by the precedence of the poster's distribution consents. Because it had a precedent. Oh, my God, not a president, not a president. Oh, my God. You mean people might be able to put up a poster at a school that says, in God we trust? How does that hurt you? How does that hurt the South Lake Anti-Racism Coalition? It doesn't. It doesn't impose anything on them. A lot of these people are leftists. A lot of them are just angry, bitter, uh, tortured atheists who just hate anyone saying the word God. If you're an atheist, that's your business. I don't care. 
And I've known plenty of atheists that it wasn't a big thing. They didn't go around with a t-shirt said, I'm an atheist, kiss my ass on it. But that's the attitude of a lot of atheists. And to be fair, the attitude of a lot of Christians is very confrontational too. Uh, and it was a post on Facebook recently. I think it was last night I ran across it. And it said that some types of expressions of faith, maybe if you do uh, more modern music, maybe Christian rock or something, that's not really worshiping God. But these hymns, that's worshiping God. No, that's a matter of personal taste, Einstein. If you're truly in your heart and soul giving the glory to God, that's worshiping God. It doesn't matter what kind of music's in the background. It really doesn't. Sorry, that's just the way it is. So there are some Christians who could work on their attitude, yes. But primarily, the, the friction comes from radical atheists who are always angry. Always angry. They go from a normal, sane human being around Christmas time. They go by the, the courthouse in their small town and they see a manger scene. They lose their minds. Oh my God! Separation of church and state! It can't be good! No! Stop! Stop! Shut up, is what I want to say to these people. Mind your own damn business. I remember reading a story years ago, probably 25 years ago, a small town, I believe. It was in the Midwest, I believe it was Ohio. But a family of, uh, wasn't a Christian faith. They were they had a faith, I can't remember specifically what it was. But they moved to a town that's been having a Christmas parade for decades. Now these people sued and ultimately got the Christmas parade canceled because this mythical separation of church and state that the left focuses on. Uh, and the end of the, the end of the article in the paper I read was so enlightening as to what I mean by radical atheists or people who just hate Christianity for whatever reason. They didn't want a Santa Claus, didn't want the Christmas parade because Christmas, because they don't celebrate Christmas and they felt left out. Here was the ironic part, the most ironic part. The father at the end said, we weren't going to attend this anyway. But what, you just wanted to ruin it for everyone else? You asshole. And yes, if you do that, you are an asshole. Maybe a whole ass, I don't know. But really, that's the attitude of the, the it's like a little power trip for them. Let's get back to this piece, though. Uh, Sark is disturbed yeah, we can tell that. By the precedent displaying these posters in every school, will set in the chilling effect this blatant intrusion of religion in what should be a secular public institution will have on the student body, especially those who do not practice the dominant Christian faith, the group said in a statement. I added the anger because we all know it's there. Again, is every school going to have the posters? Someone has to donate it. And really... If the left is so tolerant, how come they can't tolerate anything they don't approve of? Have you ever noticed that? They're very tolerant of what they're tolerant of. Everything else needs to burn. Their rights are important. Your rights, you don't have any. They'll tell you what they are as they fit the left. Again, radical atheists, knuckleheads. 
the the piece says while the uh, phrase "In God We Trust" doesn't explicitly mention any specific religion, many argue that "In God We Trust" has long been used as a tool to forward Christian nationalism. Oh my God! See, there they go with the panic mongering. There they go with the fear, the smear, the tactic of making you think that anyone who says in God we trust, or to put up a poster that said God we trust, uh, or has a bumper sticker on a car that says I follow Jesus. And that's a good idea because let's face it, Jesus is never going to get lost. It's not like he doesn't know. He is God. So, and the Son of God. So he... He kind of doesn't need directions. There's no GPS that Jesus needs. It's one of the benefits of being Jesus. But anyway, no one's trying to force anything on anybody. These are people who don't... They're, they're like the person that goes to a, uh, a restaurant. Let's say that the, with the, the Brazilian, Brazilian style, I can't talk all of a sudden, the Brazilian style restaurants where they come around with the big things of meat and you can get chicken or pork, whatever they're, they're, they're roasting on these big spits. Uh, and you can pick. It's like a vegetarian going in there and saying, oh my God, all this meat, I feel so sugar. I can't believe you people are doing this to me. No one's doing anything to you. If the poster really offends somebody, don't look at it. Or you know what? If 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 you're an atheist or some other religion and you think it's stupid, think it's stupid. Move on. As long as your kids, if you worried about the education your kids getting in schools more than this, your kids would benefit. The nation would benefit. Uh, all back to this piece, though. Christians were instrumental in putting the phrase on coins during the war between the states. Uh, Christina Lee of Colorado State University wrote last year and has since used the phrase as supposed evidence to prove the United States is a Christian nation. We're a, we are a Christian nation because that's the predominant faith. The important thing is we're not, a, uh, we're not theologically driven as a country. In other words, we're not a, uh, our government is not religious. Our government is secular, as it should be. I don't want to live in any type of, uh, well, I mean, the First Amendment says it, right? No state church. Congress shall make no law respecting an establishment of religion. In other words, no state church. That's a good idea. I don't want to live in a theocracy. If I had a choice of any theocracy, it would be one based on Judeo-Christian principles, absolutely. But uh, this isn't about that. Again, this is about the left absolutely losing their lunch because someone wants to put up some posters that say, in God we trust. And the left wants to pretend it's not part of America. Uh, the flags distribution in Texas is not the first time that a government body has imposed the phrase. Nobody's imposing. This isn't a government saying, here, put this poster up or else. It's a government saying, if someone donates the poster... To your school, it's got to be put up by the school. I don't know whether I agree with that legislation or not, but let's not lie about what it says or what it does. But of course, the left lies is what they do. In Chesapeake, Virginia, the city council ruled in 2021 that every city vehicle was to carry uh, In God We Trust motto, a move that would require a budget of about $87,000. 
if the city council of Chesapeake, Virginia wanted to do that, then they need to come up with the $87,000 that isn't from taxpayers. Uh, I certainly don't think the, the sticker should be uh, forbidden to be on a city vehicle, as many on the left would do. Uh, but really, that law to me, is that's, that's kind of stupid. This is different. This is not the government raising all kind of money it has to get from taxpayers, of course, to do something you want to do. There's a big difference. Elman Golan of JFREG, I'm sorry, JFREJ, uh, said the issue is deeply connected to other concerns such as women's health. What the hell does women's health have to do with a, a poster that says, In God We Trust? Hello? Anybody? Uh, and education in Texas. So does this make a kit? You know, I was I was going to ace that math test, but then I saw that damn poster that said, In God We Trust, I got a freaking F. I'm blaming that damn poster because I failed. Didn't matter that you were up all night the night before the test, not studying and eating Doritos and drinking Mountain Dew. Code red, you little punk. So that's the, the that's what the left does. They're taking away from education to put up posters that are Christian nationalists in nature. I'm triggered. Yes, and I don't care that you're triggered. Uh, we know that state governments in places like Texas are codifying white Christian nationalist patriarchy. Now we've gone into patriot. Now we've got the feminists angry. Uh, this white Christian nationalist patriarchy in the law at an alarming rate. She added, the most dangerous examples of this are bans on abortion. That's not really. I, it is for many a religious issue, but uh, the real issue of abortion is, is that a baby or not? Baby, human baby or not? Is it a human being or not? Does it have a right to live or not? That's the, the crux of the abortion debate, bimbo. And gender affirming care. You know what? Uh... I don't know what she means by gender-affirming care, uh, but a lot of that is based on the obsession we currently have in the station, some have, of making making it, it the, the biggest badge of honor you can have to be transgender. It's like you're a hero now for transgender. It's absolutely, absolutely disturbing. Uh, Texas, Texas State Senator Brian Hughes, who is Republican, and said he is the author of the In God We Trust Act, celebrated on Twitter, saying that the motto asserts our collective trust in a sovereign God. Uh, that is true. Uh, meanwhile, the Council on American Islamic Relations Care, unindicted co-conspirators with terrorists, by the way, uh, their spokesperson, Corey Saylor, told the Guardian, applied to that lens, the posters can foster discussions among Texas students about their various faiths and enhancing understanding. Okay, fine, whatever. Uh, Sailor did not comment on how safe Texas Muslim students might feel in Texas about their religion. Well, let's be honest. If there's an issue, and there is, between Christianity and Islam, I think one side's done a hell of a lot more attacking and killing and beheadings and torture, etc., 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 than the other. 
and I think we all know which religion is doing the bad stuff and which is not. Uh, so maybe we don't need to worry about it because basically the problem of Christians attacking Muslims. I hear crickets chirping. Do y'all hear it? There actually are some animal, some insect is making almost a chirping sound. So I'm moving right now. Maybe that's God's way of speaking to you through me. Maybe I'm becoming a televangelist. No. I have way too good a hair to be a televangelist. Uh, for instance, a, in 2015, a 14-year-old Muslim boy in a Texas suburb was arrested after he brought a clock he made to school that looked very much like a bomb. And a teacher, fearing it was a bomb, called police on him. If you see something, say something. I guess we're not doing that anymore. I guess not. Uh, a few months later, a 12-year-old Sikh boy... Uh, in another Texas suburb, was arrested after a bully told his teacher he was carrying a bomb in his backpack. Well, if he wasn't carrying a bomb and the other kid knew it, the other kid should have had their ass kicked out of school and should have had a stern talking to. Uh, maybe they should have had the UN write a stern letter to the boy. But anyway, he, he should not have done that. But again, anytime the left can freak out, they freak out. And now let's get to the, the most important story I'm going to talk about today. It comes from Red State. Uh, Kara Davis wrote this. Uh, good work by her. And Project Veritas uh, has, uh, well, they have a leaked document uh, from apparently an FBI whistleblower leaked this, the uh, Brio's Domestic Terrorism Symbols Guide on militia violent extremists citing Ashley Babbitt as an MBE uh, martyr. The leaked document is labeled as unclassified slash law enforcement sensitive that is for FBI internal use only. Project Veritas has attained this. Uh, Kara Davis at Red State is, is writing about it. Uh, this came out on Tuesday. Uh... August the 2nd. Uh, so almost three weeks ago. Uh, it shows the FBI making disturbing judgments in identifying, quote, violent extremists. In other words, what kind of things could you do that might get you on their radar as a violent extremist? Not just a regular extremist. Not like a whipped cream extremist who put way too much whipped cream on everything. I had a girlfriend like that. God, I miss her. The thing she would put. Well, that's a topic for, for adult time or something. Uh, but a violent extremist. In other words, what would get you on their radar? Where you don't want to be. Uh, Project Veritas released a newly leaked document today provided by an FBI whistleblower which shows how the Bureau classifies American citizens it deems to be potential MVEs, not MVP. MVP good, MVE bad, uh, because MVE is militia violent extremists. In the document, the FBI cites symbols, images, phrases, events, and individuals that agents should look out for when identifying alleged domestic terrorists. Some of the examples of the, quote, red flags used in the documents are shocking. Uh, 
I like Kira Davis, but I don't. It doesn't shock me because it doesn't really surprise me because I know the left side is running our government right now, and they're pushing the agenda they want. And leftism is never a good agenda for personal liberty, safety, security, national interest, anything like that. Of note, under the symbols section is a prominent citation of the Second Amendment. So if you go around quoting the Second Amendment, that could get you red flag, possibly. You put it on Facebook, you put it on Twitter, wherever. Uh, all the uh, I hardly go on Twitter anymore, to be honest, except to get some stuff to put on the blog. But uh, because it's Twitter's become accessible, it's just it's redundant stupidity by the left and just. You go, you get an example, you read the story, you may post it. Okay, there's the tweet. But I pretty much stay off. But all the others, uh, the one that President Trump started and all the others, it, I don't, not even interested in that anymore. I go to Facebook still because I know a lot of people you keep in contact with them. Uh, Instagram. Uh, and it was, of course, has nothing to do with hot women and their pictures. I didn't even know those were on Instagram. Until like last week, I never knew, I swear. But anyway, under the symbol section is a prominent citation of the Second Amendment where it explains that MBEs justify their existence with the Second Amendment due to the mention of a well-regulated militia, as well as the right to bear arms. It's part of our Constitution. I got to tell you, if someone's going around quoting the Constitution... As long as they're doing it correctly. I mean, Democrats do it all the time. They haven't read the Constitution in 40 years. But the fact is, if you go around talking about uh, what the Second Amendment says, why would that make you a, a potential threat to anything? You would want more people, not fewer, talking about the Constitution. Of course, the left wouldn't want that, would they? Because they don't really like the Constitution. If you want to read something that has the values of the left in it, don't look at our Constitution. Don't consider Jefferson, Madison, Franklin, people like that. If you want to know what the left values, read the Communist Manifesto, Marx and Engels. Much closer, much closer to what the left believes in, my friends. Uh, right below that, under the commonly referenced historical imagery and quotes section, Revolutionary War images such as the Gadsden flag. Don't tread on me. There's a price to pay for trying to take my liberty. I'm a free person. That, that thinking apparently is bad now. Uh, revolutionary war images such as the Gadsden flag and the Betsy Ross flag. That damn white supremacist uh, Betsy Ross. Yeah, she was a radical apparently. Each flag displayed in the document comes with a brief description of what it means. Well, if something means something good and you're using it, <clears throat> why would that get law enforcement to look at you like, hmm? Now, understand, sometimes radical groups use symbols that don't really belong to them. Or they want to twist the meaning. I mean, like when a leftist says pro-choice, they don't mean pro-choice, they mean kill a baby. Things like that, but this, not, this smacks of... Uh, giving way too much leeway and planting a seed of bias 
against people who are patriotic Americans. Love our history, love our Constitution, love the founding uh, period on our history, and respect the Betsy Ross flag, the Gadsden flag, things like that. Under the Common Phrases and References section of the leaked document, Ashley Babbitt uh, is cited as a person that MBEs considered to be a martyr. She was the one person actually killed at, at January 6th. She was shot by an armed uh, security guard. I'm not sure what law enforcement agency he was with right offhand. Uh, but she was shot and killed, and she was an Air Force veteran and, and very emotional, obviously. Uh, her death. <clears throat> and if you go to redstate.com, under the Kira Davis columns, there's a, there's a printout of the symbols that may be problematic. Uh, one is the Molin Labe. I have a T-shirt with that on. Come and take it. In other words, if you want my gun, you want to disarm me. You want to take that most basic right I have of self-defense? Come take it. It's one. It's to me. It's an expression of defiance, a love of your liberty, a love of the, in this case your country, and the right to defend yourself. Uh, some people don't like that. Some people are offended by that. Some people are triggered by that. Uh, to me, it's uh, basically an American symbol. Uh, this isn't the best copy here. Uh, things like the Gadsden flag, a Betsy Ross flag. There's several here listed. Uh, then there's the uh, common phrases and references section. That's also been photocopied here. Incredibly, the document uh, also ties things like Ruby Ridge, Waco, and Timothy McVeigh with traditional American symbols. When did Timothy McVeigh become a traditional anything but a nutcase and a scumbag and a coward? Seriously, that's what he is. Um, I think Waco was badly, and Ruby Ridge were badly bungled by feds. Uh, and people died that should have never died. Uh, I think if you want to blame somebody for, for Waco, well, Janet Reno is no longer with us, so you can't blame her, uh, but the Clinton administration. So, again, uh, those things are still referenced. I don't hear very much about Ruby Ridge ever. Maybe I'm not going to the right places, but I don't really hear a lot of talk about Ruby Ridge or Waco uh, at all. Other disturbing red flags identified in the document were all enemies, foreign and domestic. Isn't that in when you get sworn into office for president, Congress, Senate, isn't part of it vowing to defend, taking an oath to defend America against all enemies, foreign and domestic? But that's terrorist language now. That, that, that might trigger you. So I guess any president we've ever had that's taken that oath, if they're still alive, should be considered possible violent extremist, right? Including Joe Biden. And all the poor guy wants is a damn ice cream. Doesn't even know what day of the week it is. Uh, also, I will not comply. That is one. Uh, it is extremely alarming to learn the FBI is so casually conflating common basic American terminology and Americana with violent extremists. Well, that's not a that's not by accident that's by design 
because again, this is the left trying to radicalize people who aren't radicalized, trying to make threats out of people who aren't threats, trying to make violent extremists exist when people are just patriotic Americans. Because the left doesn't want those people voting, speaking, being heard. The left believes in censorship because the left is of Marxism. Marxism birthed a lot of little bastardisms, none of them good. Socialism, communism, Stalinism, Leninism, whatever you want to go, Chavezism, Castroism, Maoism, all of them are oppressive and evil and not any way, any way, shape, or form <laughs> involved with actual justice, human rights, liberty, things of that nature. Leftism is opposed to all those things. And it is extremely alarming that the FBI is going to be teaching agents, look, you, you see that truck there? It's got a sticker with a the 3%er thing. Oh, you got to watch that guy. It seems they are generally setting up Americans for punishment based on the most basic common expressions of totally average patriotism. That's true. It shouldn't happen. Uh, Project Veritas indicated the document was not for public consumption. For you Florida State grads means don't eat it. Don't consume this, okay? Don't. Eating that is bad. Bad. Uh, the unclassified slash law enforcement system document says it is for FBI internal use only. Uh, again, it got leaked by apparently an FBI informant or an FBI agent, I would assume. I don't know. And it does, uh, does give you pause. It gives me pause. And I think it should get everybody pause. Even if someone's on, actually a liberal, if there are any of those out there still, it would give them pause because it's a huge kind of grouping of people together. It's almost like saying, if you see anybody inhaling and exhaling, they're a potential threat. Are they driving a car? Do they have two feet? It's, almost, it's not quite that bad, but almost that bad. And it's the language behind it, the intent behind it, we hear from the left every day. Right? People who are patriots who love America are branded as everything you can imagine that is negative. And there's no doubt that some people in government seek to curtail your liberties to varying degrees. Uh, but you want to know who the real threat to liberty is and freedom and prosperity and, and America? It's the party of our current administration. It's the party of Merrick Garland. It's the party of uh, a lot of leftists that we met during the Obama years, including the Obamas. And we have to be very careful and very diligent to call these people out. The louder they scream when they're called out, the more reason there is to look at what you pointed out, my friends. Uh, but what do I know? I'm just a guy with a podcast and a blog. That's right. That's me. God bless you, my friends. Thank you for listening. I do appreciate it. Remember the three golden rules to life. If you're left, 
It just ain't right. You're like that old uncle that no one wants to sit at the table with during Thanksgiving. Yeah, the guy who eats his his pumpkin pie upside down. That guy who gets drunk and starts a fight every year. You don't want them, but they're there. And in God we trust. How about God bless America? If that doesn't get me labeled an extremist, maybe it will. I don't know. And go Gators football season. Saturday, first games are just five days away. Gators open the season uh, at home against the Utah Utes. Uh, first weekend of September in the Swamp. Let's get the big lizard chomping like it, it should be chomping, my friends. God bless you. I appreciate you. If you wish to become a financial contributor to this venture, you may do that. Go to Anchor. Uh, excuse me. Uh, anchor.fm.doughagan. You will find the uh, link there to uh, become a monthly, monthly contributor. And you can choose the amount. Start, stop, whenever you feel like it. If you do give, thank you. I don't like ask for money. It goes against my nature. Uh, but I'm asking for money in the, the, the nicest way I can, I guess. Thank you. I appreciate you. God bless you all. Be good to each other. Take care. And uh, again, Remember, greatest country in the world, let's keep it that way. Liberty, freedom, God bless America indeed. Y'all take care, be good, talk to you. What is this, Monday? How about we talk again on Wednesday, my friends? Take care.